Shalom Abrahu Reptinit Dorim Daf Tesvav. Today's Daf discusses someone who swears off sleep. If he makes this uh, fascinating tonight, that it's also for me today, if I'm over this tomorrow, what's he allowed to do today? Do we assume that he's going to be over it tomorrow, in, w- in which case he already has to act like it's also today? Or do we have faith that he's not going to violate his nether tomorrow and he can go ahead and do whatever he needs to do today? We discuss a, uh, if someone, a husband makes a wife on his, uh, a nether on his wife, that if she goes home between now and Pesach, then you can't get enough from me from now to Pesach. Do we assume that she's going to go, in which case she's already usher now, or she only usher once she goes? And we discuss if someone making a koinam on Tashmish with his wife. We begin with a new Mishnah that tells us. The guy says a lotion of koinam. He's taking upon himself like a korban. That uh, that he's not going to sleep, that he's not going to talk, or he's not going to walk, or if he tells his wife that and we'll discuss what exactly his is. This is all uh, an, eff- an effective lashon of a neder, and it will work. And if he's over it, he's over in Baal Yachel Devaroi. So now the Gemara says, eh, we, we learned in Gitin Pedal and Aleph. That if someone says, I'm putting a coin on my eyes from sleeping today, meaning I can't sleep today, if I sleep tomorrow. So he has a tonight based on what might happen tomorrow, whether he's allowed to sleep today. So we have a machlekas. How much do we trust that he's not going to sleep tomorrow? Rabbi Huda says, you cannot sleep today because you might sleep tomorrow, in which case today's sleep is usher. Barbie Nachman says, he can go to sleep today, and we're not worried that he's going to sleep tomorrow. However, even Rabbi Hood would agree that if the guy says, I'm not going to sleep tomorrow if I sleep today, then we let him sleep today, and we would uh, rely that he's not going to sleep tomorrow after he was already over the Tanai, because people aren't as careful with Tanoim as they are with Isurim. And if he sleeps today, now sleeping tomorrow is Asr, and he won't sleep tomorrow. So now we ask six kashas on Rabbi Yehuda. Number one, we have a Mishnah that tells us. Right, Rabbi Yehuda is the one that says that you're not allowed to sleep today just in case you sleep tomorrow, which would retroactively Asr today's sleep. Now we have a Mishnah that tells us. If a guy says a lotion of well, our Mishnah. Yeah, I'm not allowed to. Uh, he takes a koinam, but he's not going to sleep. He's not going to walk. He's not going to talk, etc. It's a valid neder. So what's the case over there? Now, he can't be making a neder on sleep. The Mishnah says that shvuos uh, can't be made on an item. Nedarim only made on people. Nedarim has to be made on something physical, on an actual item. Shvuos could be made on sleep and something more on, on the on the gavran at the hefta and here he's making a neder on sleep that shouldn't work at all lmi he did put the shvua this neder rather on something specific it wasn't on the sleep concept it was on the, his physical eyes that they're not allowed to sleep the gemara asks yeah but he didn't put any shear on how much sleep why would it be uh, be over on Bal Yachel? Rabbi Yochanan says that if someone says that he's not going to sleep for three days, you immediately give him Malchus and you put him to sleep. 
because a person wouldn't survive three days without sleeping. That's impossible. Over here also, he didn't put any shear on it. Elamai, we have to say that the case in our Mishnah was, he made a koinam on his eyes, his physical eyes, so the nether would be chal, on tomorrow's sleep, if he sleeps today. So he's promising to, to, to skip one day of sleep if he sleeps today. So what would be wrong with that? If he sleeps today, then it'll be usher for him to sleep tomorrow. And even Rabbi Yehuda, we said, would agree that if an iser is already active, people would not be over the iser. Elamai, we have to say, it's partial that the case in our, in our Mishnah is, where the guy says that I'm not going, my eyes will not sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. But now here's the thing. Let's say Taka goes through the whole day today, no sleep, because he might sleep tomorrow. And then the next day he goes to sleep. What's the Baal He didn't sleep yesterday. He can't be over it anymore. He already fulfilled the, he was careful during the just-in-case period. Elamai, it must be that he went to sleep today, and then when he falls asleep tomorrow, he'll be over the Baal on today's sleep. But Rabbi Yehuda says, you're not allowed to sleep today, just in case you might sleep tomorrow. Gamora answers. We actually have two answers to this kasha. It's not saying that he's allowed to sleep today. It's saying that if he had fallen asleep today, unlike where Yehuda allows, then if he sleeps tomorrow, he'll be over in Bayachel. Ravina answers differently. He says, really, we could take it's a regular case where the guy made a nether on sleep. I always said it doesn't work. Only Shavuos can be made on the concept of sleep. Yeah, he'll still be over Bayachel, but only Midir Abbanon. Can you have Bayachem and Midir Abbanon? Yes. We see it in a Brisa that uh, if there's something which is essentially mutter, but some people are noyeg iser. They're noyeg that it's usser. You're not allowed to be matir this activity in front of them because of the Pasuk, Le'achel Devaray. And that's not a Bayachel Midaray. So this is a Rabbonon Gezira of Le'achel. So now we have a second question of Yehuda moving on. We have a Mishnah that tells us. The guy says, Meaning, he tells his wife, you can't get enough from me from now until Pesach if you go to your parents' house between now and Sukkot. Now what happens if she goes to her parents' house before Pesach? Then she will be from now until Pesach. What do we see from there? It's saying that if she had gone to her parents' house before Pesach, then she's usher. But if she hadn't gone, then she would not be usher to go to her parents' house before Pesach. It's, and Rabbi Yehuda would say, she is usher to go to her, her parents' house before Pesach, just in case. It would be usher for her to get enough from her husband before Pesach, just in case she goes to her parents' house. Rabbi answers, which is unlike Rabbi Yehuda, he backs up Rabbi Yehuda and he says that if she goes before Pesach, then she is usher to get enough from her husband, and she would get malchus if she does. But in Chitas of Yehuda, even if she hadn't gone to her parents' house, she's still usher to go because she. It's just still usher to get enough because she might go. It's just not an isser that she would get malchus for. So third question of Yehuda, we're gonna try at him in every direction. So we say we learn in the safe over there by this uh, shvua, the husband to the wife going to her parents' house. That if she goes after Pesach, she's going to be over bal yachel on the hana that she got before Pesach. But hang on, if she didn't get any hana before Pesach, then what's the bal yachel? Alamai, she did get hana before Pesach, and you see 
that she can get Hano. We're not worried that she's going to be over and go to her parents' house. And my answer is, we're not allowing her to go to her parents' house before Pesach. But if she was over and she did, then if she got Hano, rather, before Pesach against the Halacha, it's also to get Hano because she might go to her parents' house. But if she did get Hano, then later when she goes to her parents' house, all that Hano turns into not just an Isser, can I get a Yehuda? It's just an Isser. It's not just a Yehuda's Isser. It's also the Isser of Baal now. So we have a fourth Kashtan of Yehuda. We have a Mishnah that says that if a husband tells his wife, you can't get enough from me until Sukkis, if you go to her parents' house, until Pesach. If she does go to her parents' house before Pesach, she's now Osir Bahana until Sukkis. But after Pesach, she's allowed to go to her parents' house because the time when she wasn't allowed to go was only until Pesach. We can be a die from here that if she had gone before Pesach, then it's Asr to get enough from the husband. But if she didn't go, it's much that she can get enough from her husband. Rabbi Huda would not allow her to get enough from her husband just in case she goes. So Rabbi answers, it's still Asr to go. It's just not Malkus. So we have a fifth kasha. If the guy says a lot that this kikar, this loaf of bread, is usher to me to eat today. If I go to that place tomorrow, I go to place X tomorrow, then this loaf of bread is usher to me now. If he eats it, then I'll be over in Balielich. Which sounds like he's allowed to eat it, he just can't go. Wherever you would say, you're not even allowed to eat it, just in case you may go. The Gemara answers, it doesn't say that he's allowed to eat it. It says that, oh, how? If he had eaten it, against the halacha, then when he goes, he'll be over. So we have our sixth and final attempt at kashaying Rabbi Yehuda's psak, answering one to indulge before the tonight time comes. We learned with this bread and going to place X case that if he goes to place X, then he'll be over on the neder that he ate that, that bread yesterday. It's mashma. It says that if holach, if he went, but it doesn't say that he's allowed to go. It doesn't say mahalich. We don't entertain the idea that if he doesn't eat the bread, then he can go tomorrow. We're not assuming that he can't eat it. Rabbi Yehuda would assume you can't eat the bread because you may go tomorrow. Rabbi Yehuda would answer this and he would say that really Amishnah should have said, that case over there should have said, Mehalech as well. It only said past tense cases that if he went, because the case beforehand was Ochal, if he ate the bread. So we're stuck in that theme of if he was over and he ate it, then he'll be Chayiv. But ain't a Chanami. If he doesn't eat the bread, he could go tomorrow. Now, in the last case of Mishnah, we said that if a woman tells his wife, he makes a koinim on their tashmish that would be a an active neder and he would be over Balyachel. The Gemara asks, how can he make a neder on tashmish? He has a chiv midaraisa. The Pasuk says, She'iruk susavai nasa loigara. A nasa is tashmish. He has a chiv midaraisa. How can he make a neder against a chiv? Against the mitzvah? So the Gemara answers, he found a loophole. He didn't 
make a nether on Tashmish. He made a hanna, he made an iser on his hanna from her from their Tashmish. And now she can't have Tashmish with him. Because Rav Kahana says that if uh, Rav Kahana brings a case, if someone says a lashon of uh, Tashmishi Alecha, she's making a nether on her Tashmish to him. So, no, so she has to, that's not a good nether, because that's part of her chiv. But if she d- makes uses this loophole and says that I know of my Tashmish is also on me, then he's also to have Tashmish with her because she is going to, because it's also to feed somebody something which is also for them. And if right now she has a neder on her hano, he can be a participant in giving her that hano. And that would explain our case in the Mishnah, how the guy was allowed to say, and it would be an active neder to be over Baal Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.